Welcome back to another episode of the Big Freedom Show. I'm one of your hosts here, Charlie Thompson, with me, as always, the king himself, John King, and your favorite lispy libertarian. In fact, most people that even know him and his family now call him the lispy libertarian, Nate Thurston. Nate, thanks so much for joining us again this week. They had just been waiting on an excuse all this time, honestly. That's what I figured out. He didn't catch yeah. it at all. Where's my thanks? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, John, thanks for always being here. Oh. <laughs> well, the real truth is, you know, over the last month, most of the delays have been all my fault. So I'm going to go ahead and own that. Yeah, well, we're trying to do this positive reinforcement, though. Like, yeah. I tell you all the good things. Maybe thanks we'll forget for about here, the Nate. bad. Yeah. John, <laughs> thanks for making it this time. Yeah. See, that was positive, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have a good weekend? It Pretty was, good? It was Memorial Day weekend, so um, thank thank you to all the fallen soldiers. That's what Memorial Day weekend is about. But we did have some good family time in celebration. Yeah. We had a, um, a delayed wedding reception for me. I had to, you know, we had the, the wedding in the Bahamas um, because that was way better. And, but we wanted to have a reception for the family so the family could give us cards. And so we, uh, we did that, and it was pretty good. Cards and presents. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you got to give everyone that chance. You know, kidding. We wanted to see all of the family. That's what the real thing was. And John, did you get any good bobcat time in this week? A little bit of bobcat time. I was mostly scared of the weather. I didn't get robbed this week, so that's good. That's good. We've gone one week without a robbing in the workplace over at John's place. Yeah, I think it's, well, somebody else is around here's time soon. We'll see. We we were talking before the show and John got some really good news today. He was all excited about it. And Nate just had to come in and crush his dreams. (laughs) Yeah, if you can imagine such a world. Today was a good day. You saved about nine thousand dollars. I was so excited, and because, then you lost about twenty. Well, hold on. Well, I don't know how much I've lost yet, okay. but the U.S. dollar was getting really strong, and I'm like, I'm going to save so much money on my windows. And then Nate comes in, and what do you say? Uh, that Trump announced at twenty five percent tariffs on was it thirteen hundred goods from China, um, having a lot to do with uh, heavy machinery, um, technology things. Uh, so, like every all, other American, I haven't had the time to go through and see who else is getting an added sales tax. That's, yep. So, yeah. uh, if you wanted to get something cheaper, folks, too bad. We wanted to go ahead and make it more expensive for you. That should help the economy. I'm, I'm numb now. I just accept the weekly abuse. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so in case you didn't know, this is a show about the economy, economics, Donald Trump, presidencies, liberty and freedom. It's called the Big Freedom Show because this show is presented by freedom. That's why we're here to come th- but, every single week. But thank God it's not always about Donald Trump. Yes. No. We rarely talk about what you're going to hear on the radio. One thing I've noticed is I'm super disappointed with conservative radio these days. I don't know much about liberal radio, but um, when I listen to even WTN here in Nashville, just... That's our local I, talk radio station. I drive around a lot all day, and they just talk about either... All the different Me Too things, like basically defending anyone who's had any of those allegations against them, or they talk about the the Mueller investigation, you know, Trump and Russia thing, and that's all they talk about. And I just get so frustrated because they don't take all of this time they have all day to actually talk about principles and, and they're really economics doing all of us and, a disservice. I yeah. Think. Why why do you believe the things you believe? Is it why is it better than than what the other options are? They don't ever do that. They just talk about whatever the gossip is. You, all you the know time. what conservative media reminds me of right now? You know that movie V for Vendetta? Mm-hmm. 
the voice of England, yeah, or the voice of London, whatever it was. It's like I feel like that's Sean Hannity, which I'm sure that was kind of the the parody at that time. The you know when you know I think Bush was president when V for Vendetta came out. So, um, and now that Trump's in power, I mean, it's all of them. They're just lined up. They're like, "Give me your water. Give me yeah. your water." I bet <laughs> they were Bobby all talking Boucher. about. They were talking about <laughs> Trump visiting Nashville today. What a wonderful day for traffic. Oh, man, it was terrible. And I it's actually, raining, which hey, means... Hey, guys, I think we need to build a light rail straight to that arena right yeah. now. <laughs> From the airport to the arena. If we get started now, we might get it done by the time he comes to visit again. That's possible. And Trump will possible. be dead by the time the light rail is finished. Sorry. <laughs> if you're listening, that's not a threat. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to get the Secret Service in here now, aren't we? <laughs> well, they're here in Nashville. It wouldn't be a But hopefully yeah. they take over. the light rail to get us, so... <laughs> I meant of old age because a light rail will take twenty to thirty years to be finished, Mister Secret they Service take the Agent. If light rail to get here, we're safe. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> now that we've gotten past that, uh, today we kind of wanted to go over. John has been stewing uh, since our last episode, so if you haven't heard our last episode, go to thebigfreedomshow dot com or your favorite podcasting app and search Big Freedom. Obviously, you know where you're at because you're listening to us. Yeah, we, we were talking about incentives. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> Unless you're in Colorado. Go wherever you went to hear what you're hearing right now. But listen to the last one. Yeah, um, yeah. you need to listen to that one first. But we were talking about whether or not, well, there's a little different argument. Once again, go listen to that. But we were talking about whether or not it's good for cities to compete and offer incentives to various corporations. And I think our overall consensus, dripping with sarcasm, was... Yes, that's definitely a good thing. But we're going to turn this more into uh, what you would hear it as all the time, which is a corporate welfare talk. I, b- I believe we're going to just think of it more like that. You see a lot of articles all the time about corporate welfare. And, and what does that mean? And, you know, a lot of, you know, maybe I'll defend it. Maybe some people won't. And uh, this could end up being a nice little juicy debate for you. You know, what do you, do you want to debate, Charlie? Yeah. Are you awake enough for that? Charlie was asleep on the couch when John came in here. Yeah, I walked in earlier to do a little show prep, and Charlie's over there just snoozing away. He needs a Zipa, I think. Well, <laughs> I've been catching up from last week still. Like, literally a lot less sleep than I normally get. I, I'm not one of those people. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you know, give me four to six hours and I can function. It's like, I need a solid, like, eight. Yeah. Solid eight <laughs> hours for me to be a normal human being the next day. So he's only half of a normal human being right now. Right. It's like, if I can hit four, I'm golden. See, that's, golden. that's weird to me. Yeah. Not me. Nope. I need like four hour naps during the day. <laughs> After you've had eight hours of sleep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, but to double back around, sort of what I was thinking about is we talk a lot about trying to sort of distill down the consensus of our ideas. And there's not always a consensus. But uh, And so I had the bright idea. I was like, you know, maybe we should talk about Man, I just messed that up. Awesome. No, you didn't mess it up. I, I do think we should talk about it. And we are, last week we were talking about HCA and how they got a million dollars from the city government, uh, which they then spent on office furniture, and that's what really sparked it. You know, it didn't really turn into the huge national story that I thought it was going to turn into. Uh, you would think a huge company buying a million dollars worth of furniture with government money would uh, would have gotten a little bit bigger. But hey, you know, maybe luckily it didn't. Unluckily for our podcast, but luckily for them, it didn't. And <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we, we were talking about that. That kind of sparked this idea yeah, of, and, and is it okay for cities to give out money to companies? Which I think we decided is, we kind of all agree that that's totally fine. Would you agree with that? 
I don't like the actual money Get, being given to them. Sure. I like tax But we're breaks. okay with incentives. Yes, definitely and, incentives. And I if, if the good. company if the company can pay less taxes, yes, all for that. 100%. And I had kind of floated the idea of well maybe we should just have blanket incentives that certain cities are able to offer to kind of get rid of a little bit of the shadowy, you know, back room type of deals. Well, and see see that's what I was going to mention. I think what happens in these types of situations is a lot of people feel like this is like the mafia backdoor dealing like out of the public eye like secret meetings. And frankly, a lot of it is. I mean, <laughs> that's that's why it gets the bad rap that it gets. And people have trouble looking past that initial backroom, like, special treatment deal versus what the actual numbers are when you get into the tax breaks and things like that. So that's why this is a very tough subject to talk about, which is why we're breaking out over two episodes. And it's just it's very difficult to kind of wrap your mind around uh, what is fair, if you will, or and, what and, is equal. And I floated the idea that maybe, after kind of thinking about it a little bit more, maybe the government shouldn't ever do individual deals with specific corporations or people. Because I see, sort of see the government as a neutral party. And so I'm thinking I'm going introduce, to introduce this to our beautiful text thread to great fanfare. We now have a new bullet point on our platform. <laughs> and I was met with resistance. <laughs> and that's Much what we'll resistance. Pick this up right here. <laughs> so are we going to read, are we going to look at the text actually? So this is John. Oh gosh. John wanted to bring this are up. Are you going to troll our, me right now? We have a, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we have uh, a text thread going all the time called Big Freedom. And uh, John wanted to, John had an epiphany and, and, and assumed that we were. I was running the Bobcat, by the way. <laughs> Bobcat texting and driving. We don't recommend it because this is what happens. You could end up with a bridge to nowhere (laughs) (laughs) can we i don't know if we like i'm assuming we frame this up well enough to state the fact that what we're talking about is what's fair or unfair Uh, a big company let's say nissan moves into nashville and nashville decides hey you're nissan i'm going to give you no taxes for 10 years because i want you to move here and then a uh a smaller company um let's just say uh, Paradexo Inc. Mo- moves in, and they're going to do some consulting. And Nashville's like, "All right, well, here's the tax rate. Cool. Uh, that's Thanks for due. Coming. It's due in April, buddy. And uh, and then that's and that's what you get. So we're talking. Is this fair? How do you fix that? Which, and uh, which what I was floating was everybody gets the same ten year tax break, which for Paradexo is going to be significantly smaller than Nissan. Mm-hmm. And so that was what I was kind of floating as a solution. So Charles. So, so my first initial thoughts on that is the government should be fair and equal, yes, and should provide fair treatment, but only on things that they should actually have purview over. So the, the problem with saying that there should be a blanket statement of everybody should pay 10% or everybody should get a break for 10 years or anything like that is you're still talking about the government – um, stealing money eventually. So that the problem is, is that the government really shouldn't be taking the money in the first place. That's the issue that I have. And really what I, what I wrote down here and what I told John when we talked about this is I said, you can't create an equal outcome of theft or any immoral act. So any type of immoral act, whatever the government does that's technically immoral you can't have an equal outcome of that because in the end it's any small amount of it is still 
not right. And another, to that point, uh, what I would say there, if we're talking about every business getting the same treatment, then what we're actually proposing is that we lower business taxes. That Because if, if business taxes are 25%, just saying a number, if business taxes are 25%, but we're, we're saying that um, we now need a blanket reduction of 50% on everyone's taxes, then what we really just said was we want the business tax lower than 12.5%. So it's, it's basically the, the same thing as saying that we want lower taxes for everyone. And see, I'm totally fine yeah. with that, actually. Um, I think kind of more where I'm going with this is, do we hold fairness as an ideal? And, and by saying fairness, I know we kind of hate the, the F word there, but do we think that everyone should be treated the same? Is that a fundamental belief by the government? I think so. Milton Friedman talked a lot about this. He talked about, you know, equal opportunity, not equal outcomes. And so I think that's a big difference, and and I think that yes, this does kind of play. You could you could say this plays into equal opportunity, been saying, well, this isn't fair because HCA was able to buy their office furniture because they got a million dollar grant, and you know Paradexo wasn't able to grow as fast because they weren't able to get that money. But really, the <clears throat> the problem that you that you have to look at is the fact that the government has this money to begin with. If the government didn't have this money to begin with for companies to make backdoor deals, it would be impossible for the companies to make the backdoor deals. So there would always be a level playing field. Well, that's that's my argument with anything. If we were to even step back from taxes, though, and because I think that's that's really where our point of contention is here. If you know three, if three constants query the variable at the same rate, should they get the same result, or should certain people be able to? work the system per se i do want them to get the same result i am not arguing uh, honestly against that what i'm arguing against is what we've said I, I think we've said it before but um when i see uh when i see hca get a, or what we what do we use nissan when i see nissan get a 50 percent reduction in their taxes and then paradexo which if you guys don't know is the name of charlie's company that he owns um if charlie's company uh, doesn't get that reduction, then the way that I want to make it an even playing field is by making sure that we find a way for Paradexo to get that 50% reduction and not for being upset with Nissan for doing it. Because what I'm worried about here is that there's so much uh, hatred and envy towards businesses already. I mean, we see even things like the Beacon Center here in Nashville. We see libertarian radio show hosts like Jason Stapleton. We see everything online on Facebook call out corporations for being able to, uh, I guess, work their, I don't know, work their magic and all these great, <laughs> all these ways that benefit them a lot. But what actually happens is now the libertarians are calling out businesses. Republicans don't like businesses, even if they really talk about it. Democrats don't like businesses. And so what I'm worried about is when we spend time talking about how it's unfair that Nissan got a big tax break, that what we're really saying is that we need to we need to tax Nissan. And that's what I don't ever want to get accused of doing is suggesting that we need to be taxing Nissan. I am not upset that Nissan got a tax break. I'm upset that Paradexo didn't get a tax break. And that's what I want to draw the difference between because what I'm worried about is that 
people are envious and hateful towards companies now, and that their minds automatically go towards the hatred for the company that that made it out somehow without paying more money. And uh, I think that's a dangerous road to go down. What about the fact, to me, what about the idea that a, that a company like a Nissan or HCA should be able to demand a better deal because they're a bigger company and that they're a better they're better for that city's economy in the long run for being there so shouldn't they get a better deal aren't we free market capitalists that believe that the people who provide the most value get paid the most money and i think once again just to you know flog the dead horse with my proposal here that was why i was suggesting that if something were a say a percentage or time-based deal, it's automatically going to scale. Nissan's going to get the best deal because they're the biggest company. Well, they would still get the same percentage deal that someone else would. Correct. And it would benefit them dramatically more because they're a larger company with larger numbers. I, I would just I would just slightly argue that if I were the Nashville government, I would I would rather have HCA take that spot downtown than some random Joe Schmo company. And I would I would give HCA a better a better deal because HCA is a bigger company that I know is gonna be there for a long time. And I don't wanna risk giving that land to them and losing HCA or giving it to someone who's going to go out of business in a few years. Well, it wasn't Metro Nashville's land, was it? Oh, I have no idea whose land it was. As far as those minor details, I'm just talking about the principle of the matter. I, I do... I do think there's some some room to say that the bigger company that has a more long-term, more longevity in its business, less likely to go out of business, that a city might want to give them a better incentive to, to be there. So, and this was where I <laughs> threw the, the trap out in the text message of, because I feel like we're all against taxation. Can we all agree on that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, if we take that out of the equation, I said, what if hypothetically, we had a 0% tax rate. At that point, and this is once again the fairness argument, would you be okay with somehow, and I know we could say, well, how are they going to pay for it, but the government literally paying another company because they're able to work a better deal through lobbying and things like that? Well, that's the important part. How did the government get the money? Did they get it through voluntary or involuntary means? Let's say they got it through uh, trade access fees to access the market. Trade access fees? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the way that they receive the money still. Okay. Well, then... Is the issue. So I'm saying, if everything were completely equal, would you still be okay with companies lobbying to get better treatment from the government? In a, in a way... Uh, in a way, I almost would. It goes along with what I just said. I think there are companies that are worth more to have on your land as a city than other companies. I don't. I think it would be wrong to think that it, that you wouldn't rather have Amazon located in downtown Nashville than you would have Toys R Us's new building located in Nashville. And if it was, but doesn't that always favor <clears throat> the more established business then and make it harder for? Everything we do on a daily basis favorites the most established business, you know? But you don't see that as cronyism because the government's giving that business a leg up over its competition. Well, first off, I, I, I still wouldn't like it because I don't like the government having any money that they didn't, that they weren't voluntarily given. So I, I still don't like the analogy completely because they're still using money that I don't agree with them having. Okay, let's, so let's say they're given special <clears throat> access to a market that is denied Let's say through regulation or something like that, but you're going to say, well, why should they have access to regulation? Now they're, they're still... I'm just saying yeah. at a certain point, do you <laughs> see that everyone should be 
I on an equal definitely, playing field. I definitely said that I think everyone should be on a level playing field. I think we should all be paying zero percent taxes. I do believe that that is the level playing field I would like everyone to be on. So to me, this is a different analogy because right now we're paying twenty percent taxes or whatever the number is that the business ends up paying, and then we're talking about giving them back a little bit of that as an incentive. Well, if we change the all the rules of the game and say that we're not paying any taxes, then it's a completely different scenario. So to, to me, you can liken <clears throat> this to campaign finance or any of that, right? Because what the left wants is they want more laws on the books to stop all this, you know, financial buying politicians, right? Buying the government's power. The left wants more laws and everything like that. The right <clears throat> same, probably same thing. They want the same thing, more laws to stop the, the camp, the campaign finance, what I believe libertarians argue, for sure anarchists argue, but at least libertarians and many ar- many anarchists and people who believe in a limited government, they believe in a limited government because they know that anytime that that power is available to be bought, it's going to be bought. There's no law that can ever stop that. Just like there's no law that can stop gun violence. There's no law that can stop murder. There's no law that can stop fraud. There's no law that can stop any of that stuff. Yeah, it can play as a deterrent, but we know that that if if that power doesn't exist to buy in the first place, which is why I I advocate for the smallest amount of government possible, then you never have to you never have to worry about whether it's a level playing field or not. And see, the government should never have purview over stealing people's money. So if that didn't exist, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. That's that's why I I always default to that because you can't we can't arbitrarily create a level playing field while we're still taking people's money. Does that make sense? Well, what would you think about? And I'm rehashing a little bit, but what would you think about a law that simply said, you know, that you can't do individual deals that everyone is going to get treated the same way as far as the way the government treats something? It wouldn't matter. They would find another way around. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> they do something. They, they would they give find... them land or... So, okay, assuming they yeah. couldn't find a way around that, would you be open to something like that? Or would you just be opposed to it because it's a law? It depends. So here's the problem. The more power you give the government, now it depends on who's in charge of that power, right? I mean, we've talked about this before when we said that no one was actually scared of Donald Trump. They were scared of the power that he wields, right? I think many, a lot of libertarians talked about this, so... You pass that law, you give the government that power or whatever agency to prosecute. How are they going to use that against people in the wrong way? Well, I'm not necessarily saying give an agency that power. I'm just saying if you were to make it to where that you couldn't get down to such a microcosm like you do now. I mean, you know, in bills now you have things that are literally lobbed and targeted at individual corporations and things like that. Pork, really. What would you think about, you know, passing something that essentially eliminated the possibility for that? They'd never pass it because they're okay, all Okay, well, that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> would you be open to that idea or no? Would I be open to them passing a law to basically try to enforce the laws they already have, right? I mean, that's essentially what it is. It would actually be limiting government and making them only move in broad strokes as opposed to being able to do these little micro-targeted things that benefit specific individuals or companies. I guess my problem is that when I see stuff about these corporations getting tax breaks and things like that, I just, I like it when they do it. I'm like, good, someone made it out. Thank God someone made it out of this 
prison that we're all in. So creating a law that says no one can get out of the prison doesn't sound good to me. Doesn't sound good to me at all. So uh, I just, I would rather someone make it out. I'm sorry. I'd rather someone get out what would if you, I can't. What would you say to the argument that that person getting out requires more of the people that aren't able to get out because they may not have the financing? That person to- getting out, the government or the prison is what requires it. It's the, you know, that person is not responsible for the fact that you're going to be hurt when you leave. The It's the guards that are going to hurt you okay, when you I'll leave. Okay, I'll boil this down a little <clears throat> further. This is my last, last boiling right. here. <laughs> Let's say that we can all we we all. But that is, I will say, you you just said what I what I said. I'm worried about happening, which is that that person is responsible now for what's wrong in your life. Well, now hold, hold that on. person's responsible since they got a ten percent exactly, reduction. Everybody else. That's went up exactly 1%. what I was talking about. Is that when we talk about this situation, the hatred always ends up with the corporation at the end of the day. I don't have and, any hatred and for And that is what it boils down to. Is what if I would tell you that that person's responsible for why you have to pay what you have to pay? It's like every time I go to the hospital, if I was just upset with the poor people that got to use the ER every single time I went in there, and I would just went into the hospital filled with hatred no i'm not mad at that i'm 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 uh, i'm mad at the people that forced them to to do that in the first place and, for instance for instance the way they framed the hca spending the million dollars was they you know the beacon center came out and said in the middle of a 14 million dollar budget shortfall hca spent a million dollars on office furniture like somehow it's hca's fault that nashville has a 14 million dollar budget sh- shortfall like if they wouldn't have spent a million dollars on office furniture, Nashville will be fine. And that Nate's exactly right on that point. You can't blame the person who got out of jail. Like, it's not his fault that there's a budget shortfall. That's the people running the show. It's still their fault. And that's why I'm going to make you go to this next place, which is, let's assume that there is a... We, we have hit the equilibrium point of the minimum amount that is required to fund the government. And when I say fund the government, I mean national defense coining of money, and that's it. Okay. Can we agree on (laughs) that? Disclaimer. Yeah, I got to throw this out there so I don't get driven off a cliff. So if, let's say, that is 5% of a flat tax or something to that effect, okay, would you still feel the same way if certain people figured out a way? And let's say this is the equilibrium point. It's required for defense. People figured out how to pay no taxes, which then required the other people to pay 6%. It's a decent idea, except for I, it, it already started off wrong with me because I don't think we have to have a flat tax on the government. So well, the government, now I can't. Okay, see the, <laughs> I would argue at some point for framing the conversation, the government does have to exist for national defense and coining of money. Well, before 1913, they did that with franchise and excise and in tariffs. tariffs. Okay, so let's say it's all tariffs. It's still a, it's a consumption tax then, basically. Right. The uh, you know the the problem with this is that we're nowhere near that being the case. The only reason that I might have to pay more because Nissan got a break is because our government grossly overspends all of it on on everything. And the, I, I will go with you to 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 John Topia, and go ahead and talk about the day that we have that. a five percent tax that funds the government at the bare minimum amount that the that the amount of Just money bones. that the government ever it's needs. Bones, Nate. 
then yeah, I would be upset if someone found a way to get out of that. But right now, I see that we're getting taxed at about a billion times more than what anyone needs. But you would start to see at that point it becoming more of a, quote, corruption issue. Yeah, but at this point... a... I fighting for your life issue. At this point, I don't see it as that because the that Nissan getting a tax break in Nashville does not cause anyone in Nashville to have to pay more money. The fact that Nashville grossly uh, overspends Nissan, on Nissan's everything causes a ton it. of money in and probably helping so, Nashville overall. What I, I will say there agree. is when we get to that point where we're literally using the minimum amount possible, then. We'll have to have that talk, and I'll agree with you that no one needs to be able to get out of that amount. Because I, I, do I, truly, I truly believe, I honestly <laughs> truly believe that we could fund, we could, if everybody got to keep all their money, we could actually fund the military through donations. I really do. I think people believe in the military that much. And I wouldn't, I don't know if we will get to the $700 billion mark, but we don't need $700 billion. But still, I mean, the United States last year still gave away over $400 billion to charity. That's after being taxed. So imagine what we could give away to actually fund the things that we wanted to fund voluntarily, right? I mean, the military could run donation campaign, run donation campaigns like any other nonprofit out there does, or you know, Nate had an idea, whatever. I, I guess I'm still not there. It was a good idea. What was, was my yeah, idea? It was a great idea. Yeah, about being exempted from taxes after service. Yeah. Oh, you could serve yeah. for like four gotcha. years. And it's one of don't. our big freedom foundational principles. There yes. we go. <laughs> <laughs> you serve, what was it, like four years, and then you don't have to pay taxes ever? And yeah, pretty good. Is, yeah, pretty good idea to fund the military with no taxes. Yeah. And it's like, so I mean, you could do, there, I, I truly believe there's a lot of things that being done. I think our whole entire lives, we've been sucked into this idea that we, we literally need the teat of the government. Like, we need them. They, they've turned into this, you know, this power that we, we wouldn't survive without them. We wouldn't be who we are without them. And I completely disagree with that. So I don't even know if I can get really behind the 5% argument because I, <laughs> I truly believe that we could be charitable enough to, to fund the government. The, the main thing I'm trying to outline here is that, and this is where I struggle a lot of times in these conversations is I do think at a certain point, I do start to feel as though some things become corruption or whether you want to call it unfair, whatever it is, I don't always see that as a positive thing. And I think that that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this is that I don't think any of us are advocating for buying off politicians to create an outcome. Is that... Mm -mm. All, well, all I'm no, advocating. Nobody sees it as a fair thing. That's why these stories are so massive. That's why yeah. it angers the public so much is because nobody sees it as a fair thing. But the problem is we're pointing fingers at the corporation and not the dirty politicians and the, the who are making these. Well, the tax I, I will laws say it does, it does take two to dance here. A little bit. Yeah, but there, I, there's a little bit of an ethical issue in buying someone off. Period. I don't think there's. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with what corporations do in this in this sense. If I had the money to do it, I would do the same thing. Now, I can be upset that I don't have the money that they do, but I'm not upset that they do it when they have the money. I'm, I'm not upset that if I could buy my way out of this American prison system that we all live in, I would do it for sure. I, I just don't have the money to do it. And my goal is not to make sure that other people aren't allowed to do it. My goal is to get enough money to be able to do it too. And I that's what, I, what I'm worried that... You got married in the Bahamas. I bet if you could hide your money down there too, it'd be awesome. I, I put it? some. I left some down there. Yeah, <laughs> it's down there. Um, but um, one thing, one little thing, I was gonna gonna say. I don't know where we're at on time right now, but it seems like we're probably hitting a people are either loving or hating. Probably this one. hitting that's, a wall right now. That's for sure. One thing I will say is we don't. 
Just to be clear, we don't exactly know what breaks people are being given. Now, what we hear is HCA got a million dollars, or we'll hear um, Nissan got $15 million, or Brit, or something like that. What we don't know is whether or not both of those were a flat percentage of the amount of money that they take in. We don't know that, because all we're hearing is the actual dollar amount, and Knowing the dollar amount without knowing the amount of money that they expect to pass through that building means that all we heard was a dollar amount. That's it. So while we're talking about how we'd love it if it was a flat rate for everyone that comes in down there, we actually don't know what they are oh, doing. I'm, I'm sure it's not it's, a flat rate. You know, it's not a news story for Charlie's company to get a, a $1,500 discount on something. It's not, a, it's not a news story. What's a news story is if Nissan gets a $15 million discount on something. And buys office chairs, and, which, but, which is irrelevant. But those could both be the same percentage, is what I'm saying. So that could have been a flat rate on both companies. But and all I, we're I getting argue, is the amount of money, and we're using that for headlines, while I'm, it could I'm have been a flat saying, rate for both companies. I would argue as a citizen... I think we should know exactly how that was come up with. And that's why, once again, I really am a strong supporter of having a percentage that scales or something like that. John, that's national security. You can't, can't know that, man. can't know that. Well, you know, I think your you know, Nissan Titan's going to be okay. You know, if we- <laughs> HIPAA laws and stuff like that. We're just not going to be able to do that. So, I actually have a Toyota. Trans- transparency is, I know, I know. It's a far superior vehicle. But I think transparency is always a good thing. And that's why every time we get a, get a look, you know, behind the curtain, it's always staggering and does make headlines. So, once again, pro-business. Just wanted to break that out a little bit. Well, I think it's a good conversation to have, and I, I want everyone to think about that when they see news articles. I know one thing we all kind of agree on here is that getting a tax break is not the same thing as the government writing you a check. Those are two very different things. Sometimes the government just writes you a check for $15 million, and then people can get mad about that because that was everyone else's money. Like and, the bailouts. And now they get it, yeah. Or kind if like they the earned income. Or credit. if they reduce your taxes to the amount that it saved you $15 million on what you were going to pay in taxes, they'll also, the news headline will say that the government gave them $15 million, but we see that as a very different thing whenever they decide to not steal as much from you. That's, that's a different thing from giving you someone else's money. So we don't get nearly as mad about that for sure. I think we all think that this should be on an even playing field right there at the 0% line or maybe around the 5% line. We could maybe uh, work that one back and forth, but we're a long way from it. And, um, I just don't like I just don't like the idea of making something that says no one's allowed to break out of the prison because I went out so I don't want that law to exist I want to find my way out yeah this is a very <clears throat> difficult conversation and a lot of people talk about I, I know uh, several people have made reference to the government should be like if you can liken it to sports right the government should be like the uh, the officials they, they don't have a team. They're not playing favorites. Unless Pittsburgh's They're around. Just, right. <laughs> They're just taking the rules and they're applying them fairly to everybody. And but the problem is, is like if you're a Cowboys fan, you know, Des Bryant caught that ball in 2014, whether the rule book said he did or not. <laughs> he did. And and the the officials said it was a no catch because of the rules and they were correct on the rules. Uh with with a lot of gray area, by the way, and but he really did actually catch that ball. If anybody watched the game <laughs> against, <laughs> the, <laughs> against the Green Bay Packers, 
Des Bryant caught that ball, and that was going to be Tony Romo's Super Bowl, but instead they <laughs> took the Super Bowl from Tony Romo. Um, so that's the problem. Is you are have you to, done? You have to actually look at whether the rules are immoral or not. If the rules are immoral, you can't apply them equally to both sides, to everyone. You can't apply immoral rules. You can't blanket, as John likes to say. You can't blanket the immoral rules on everybody because at the end of the day, they're still immoral. Well, if you guys want to, email John at The Big Freedom Show and tell him how much he messed up this whole idea. I'm looking forward to all these <laughs> um, claims of statism. No, I mean, Statist a lot of, John. honestly, unfortunately, John, a lot of people are going to agree with you. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> hey, you know what? I would take a day in any of our worlds versus what's out there right now. You know? Oh, man. We well, all take different speed vehicles to Liberty. I was thinking about this. I'm kind of like a bulldozer, real slow. Like a bobcat. Nate, well, maybe a bobcat. Nate's more in like the Ferrari beaming towards the Liberty Cliff. Yeah. And Charlie's in like a Jeep Wrangler. He's just kind of going over it. Taking the rough road there. He's aware that stuff's there, but he's just running over the bodies. (laughs) That's that's kind of what I'm The bodies? How many? Where are the dead people? (laughs) Come on. on. All right, guys. Well, hit us up on Twitter. It's at Big Freedom Show. Get on Facebook, The Big Freedom Show. Info at The Big Freedom Show. Is there anything else that is The Big Freedom Show? Well, The Big Freedom Show American Dream Starter Cut. That is coming soon. (laughs) And don't forget, We Care Hard. Order TV shirts, act TV shirts, T-shirts. If anybody wants to order one, hit me up. I'm going to make it happen. One more, patreoncom slash Show. <laughs> Guys, we take your donations because uh, you know we got to support John's house um, that he's trying to build. So. <laughs> we need it. We've more tariffs today. So anyway, uh, guys, thanks so much for joining. We'll talk some more liberty next week. <laughs>